Hello, stallions! My name is Agnes Clara Decoum. For those of you that know me and for those of you that don't, welcome to the family. This is a podcast made for the people, by the people, a place where I tackle difficult and thought-provoking topics and a place where you relate and find a better you. So sit back, grab your snacks, and let's have a chat. What's up? What's popping? What's happening? Stallions are back for another episode. This week, there will be no highs and lows. However, I want to say thank you so much for the immense appreciation that you guys give me every single week. I get messages saying that you guys have finally come around to listening to the podcast and you love it. Some of you say that you love the little humor that I throw here and there. A lot of you say that it has inspired you for blog posts and a lot of you have talked to me about starting a podcast in which if that's what you really want to do, then you definitely should. In this episode, we will be talking about the fear of safety, uh, mostly in the US. On top of that, we will be talking about the controversy that is going on right now with the movie Joker, which will be very interesting, but I'll keep that till the end. So if you want to hear about that stay till the end. I think after years of hearing that people are being killed in church, people are being killed while going shopping, people are being killed at school, in universities, in high schools, due to someone with a weapon has not only become overwhelming and scary, but people are now fearing their lives. I will tell you about stories of people that are calculating every single move to the shoes that they're wearing because they're scared that they won't be able to run fast enough if, if a shooting does occur. People that calculate where they should be seating at a restaurant or at a club just in case they need to get out quick enough. You guys, this is a problem. This is putting fears into people's lives. And I cannot imagine if you were there at a moment in time where there was a shooting you were lucky enough to get away but how is your life nowadays and i and that's something that i really wanted to delve into and understand and see how the public is affected and boy did i find a lot of shocking information do you guys know that there are more mass shootings than number of days possibly by the end of 2019 as of the 1st of september which was the 244th day of the year there have been 283 mass shootings. And then I'm like, does this happen every single year? So then I went on to gun violence archives and in 2014, there were 269, 2015, 335, 2016, 382, which is the highest number yet. And in 2017, 346, 2018, 337. There has been roughly the same amount of number of mass shootings every single year and nothing is being done about this. Now, don't get me wrong, there has been many reforms that have been suggested, such as background checks on people that do get guns and looking into their past if they have been convicted of homicide and stuff like that. However, when your president, well, I should say ex-president in 2016, says issues like licensing registration, that's an area where there's just not enough national consensus at this stage to even consider it at the CNN town hall, there is a real issue issue starting from 
us, the people. But how do we blame them? Because when your Second Amendment in the United States says that the right of people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, you do get the idea that even our laws, people from back in the day, have positively seen gun control or the the ownership of guns as a good thing. And the fact that you're able to protect your home and such. You guys, I'm going to tell you something. In first year of college here in Ireland, I was asked by one of my lecturers, and I was literally put on the spot. He told me, you sound American so I'm going to ask you this question we were talking about gun controls and everything like that and he asked me what do you think of the ownership of guns obviously my you know my palms are sweating heart beating I was looking around the class like they were like are you gonna answer are you not gonna answer obviously I answered but I answered in a way that was idealistic I said that people yes should have the possibility of protecting their home there's too many things that are going on right now you should be able to protect yourself however you should be able to use it responsibly and only if necessary And then I left that class and I'm like, Agnes, you lived in Senegal. In Senegal, the right to private gun ownership is not guaranteed by law. And the country has always been more or less at peace. There is no reason why someone should be able to actually have a gun in their home. And when you think of it, guns can kill you in three ways. Homicide, suicide, and by accident. These are three factors that Put the population at risk of fearing their lives and I found a lot of interesting stories of people that have testified and said that after these mass shootings they're not able to live their lives like they used to now of course I'm going to be leaving every single piece of information that I've used in this podcast in the bio so I came across a couple of stories on BuzzFeed. One person told us their story of walking through a grocery store one day and they heard multiple balloons pop and at that time they thought that it was gunshots going off and they felt like time was moving slow and that their knees actually buckled their first instinct was not to run or anything like that because obviously when you're in that type of situation you could always speculate on what you're going to do but what actually happens may be the opposite and he had that feeling until somebody said god i thought it was a gun can you imagine people actually believe that the slightest pop or the slightest sound that just happens abruptly could possibly be another shooting. Then the person continues to say that it wasn't until they went to London where private gun ownership is virtually non-existent, as they put it, that my anxiety had dissipated. Now another person went on to say that in Seattle, they get nervous in public places, making note of the exits, Um, like I told you guys in the beginning, whether they should wear heels or not in case they need to run. And there was one situation where they got tickets to a play when realized they were middle seats. She said, I nearly walked out thoughtful gift but i was preoccupied trying to calculate if i'd be able to roll under the seats obviously in a case of a mass shooting the article finally came to say that we now live in a country where a child can go to school and never come back family could go on a trip to the store and lose loved ones as they roam the aisles. The reason why it was so important for me to have an episode on the safety in the United States is because a huge part of my listens on the podcast do come from the United States, namely Florida, Pennsylvania, California, New York, Massachusetts, Illinois, Wisconsin, District of Columbia, Michigan, Virginia, New Jersey, Maryland. You guys, if 
you feel this anxiety in you after all of the mass shootings that have been happening over time. I understand where you guys are coming from. However, I do have to say that you have to keep fighting for these reforms. It's only through the people that you guys will get what you need, okay? Sovereignty lies within the nation in the United States. That means that you guys have a say in your laws in the United States. Keep doing walks. Keep pushing for reforms. And you guys need to know that you are not alone. If you feel anxious, if you don't want to go out with your friends to a concert or to a movie because in fear of something might possibly happen, let them know you're not alone and you shouldn't be ashamed for it the slightest. Now, I don't want to put an, um, an immense amount of negativity towards the United States. Obviously, we've seen shootings happen all over the world. There was one in, in Spain. There was one in London. There was one in France. These things do happen. However, not as much as in the United States. And there's a real problem and we should be able to fix these problems moving on to the controversy of the joker movie i have to say i haven't watched the joker yet i really do want to but today we're going to talk about the controversy that has started even before the movie was put out by critics uh just to give you guys a little bit of a summary on what the movie joker is on it takes place in gotham city it's a mentally troubled comedian arthur fleck is disregarded and mistreated by society basically humiliated bullied and then he embarks on a downward spiral of revolution and bloody crime you guys have to understand that this downward spiral brought him delusions he was violent turned into this whole anarchy and this path brings him face to face with his alter ego the joker now i'm going to read you someone's opinion on why the joker movie is problematic and her name is rachel miller and she had quite a lot to say about the joker movie and she says this okay i've pinpointed exactly what is that bothers me about the joker movie i don't want to watch a movie that shows us the trauma that drove the joker insane i don't want to watch a well-intentioned but unstable man get bullied until he turned into a mass murderer i don't want to watch a man get rejected by a woman as an excuse for his future of domestic abuse i don't want to be shown what a poor unfortunate underdog this man was who was sadly forced by circumstances and that nasty batman to take up a life of crime i don't want to have sympathy for a man best known for his robbery murder arguable rape shoved down my throat for two hours this is quite tough to read honestly um she has a very strong view of the movie but an understandable view of the movie i think what do we think you guys what what do we think about this comment and if you guys have watched the joker movie is it okay to say something like that on the movie or do we have another point of view after listening to this podcast you guys i want you guys to go on to the comment section in, on instagram and give me your point of view if you've watched it feel free to say how your opinions have changed with the critiques that have been going on prior to the movie or your view in general about glorifying, in a way, violence. In my opinion, I think that the Joker movie is just shedding light onto why people become these nasty figures. It shows that, like I've said before on bullying and humiliating people, it can turn someone into a very nasty person and into a villain. But does the violence that come out of that justified? just the fact that they've been bullied and humiliated or not 
today's episode has been quite heavy. Um, I don't want anyone to think that my opinions are law. Obviously, I have my point of view on things. You guys may disagree or agree on that, and that is okay, but I don't want anyone to take my words as facts, right? The statistics and such, of course, I'll be linking them in the bio. You guys can do more research if you guys want, if this interests you. In no way, shape, or form am I trying to put down the United States. Your girl was born there. I love the United States. However, there are things that need to be changed, such as laws, things that need to be reformed. And I hope I didn't offend anyone in this episode. If I did, I'm sorry. But on that note, thank you for listening on today's episode. I try my best to post every single week, but if not, the week after. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Share on Facebook, Snapchat, and Instagram. Don't forget to comment on the Instagram comments um, or Facebook. I will be posting on Facebook as well. And on that note, I'm out.